This is really starting to become an issue. I didn't even go there to do that. Okay, I was told. You I said was interrupted. You were like, oh, actually, you know what? I went and got my filling. Um, I'm not sure if I can talk. I'm like, okay, I understand. Maybe we won't do a show. Next thing I know, there's live videos popping up of you doing God knows what. Uh, running around this. Okay, we got to explain yeah, all this. Running around, just running We have to crazy. explain what was going on. It seemed it's becoming an issue. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, we appreciate it. You all. Uh, we are live here on a Friday. We haven't been live on a Friday in a little while. Uh, that is um, the show I do with Winnie Sun, The Loop. We've taken a break here the last couple of weeks. So we get to be here on a Friday. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, yay. Yay. I, I love a good Friday show. A good Friday show, indeed. Mm-hmm. And I want to remind you all, just for this Friday, perhaps you ought to do something for your ears. Give your ears a treat. Ooh. After listening to this, why don't you go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link, and download yourself a couple of audiobooks. You know what? Find one that you can learn something about and find one that's going to entertain you. That's my recommendation. Do a do a, a smarty book and then do a real dumb book. I will say I feel m- uh, more dumb after listening to this Jessica Simpson book. I have listened to 10 hours I and five- I feel like five... that's all you've ever done is listen to Jessica it's, Simpson's it's, book. I've, I've always been listening to this since yes. the day I was born. Yes. Yes, I have listened to 10 hours and five minutes of Jessica Simpson nattering on and on and on and on and on. And it still has an, an hour and 16 minutes left. But I am a completist and I'm going to finish it. I will. All right. Yes. Good. But it is kind of, from time to time, it's interesting. Like the whole, what? Nothing. I was just looking in the live chat. So funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a member of the Supporters Club, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Because we're on video. If you're, a, if you're a member of that, you can watch the past videos. But I just saw Vicky writing out, Greg needs a tissue. And now I'm paranoid. Do I have like something hanging off of my face? It's just all covered all over well, your face. I mean, I did sneeze like right before we went on the air. But I mean, okay, sorry. That makes me paranoid. All right, just blow your nose. Just mute the things and Why? blow your nose. Why? Just, is just there an issue? It. Just do it. Stop. It, really? Just clean yourself I up. I would rather know. Did not know. Just clean yourself up a little bit. That is the worst, though. Is if you find out like you've had something. Oh yeah. On your face. I had this. And no, I had like, something. Oh, in my I've been teeth. going around all day and talking to everyone, and then all of a sudden, you're like, "This has been happening all nope. day, and nobody let me know." I had something in my teeth the other day, and I like sat and talked for like 10, 15 minutes to somebody, and then I went and got into my car and looked in the mirror. And I had a big black thing, like, right in front of my... T- I'm like, oh, that's fucking great. And nobody said anything. Yep, nobody it's says a thing embarrassing. Day. Yeah. I would rather know. I I'd mean, rather in know. all fairness. Because... But I am paranoid about that kind of stuff a lot anyway. Mm. You know, that and do I smell bad? Even though I don't think I smell bad, but I'm always paranoid that I smell bad. Stop it. Stop looking at me like that. What? Yeah, I saw that look. You got a little something right there. <sighs> okay. Anyway, um... All right, let me uh, let me just reassess here. All right, so anyway, I guess I was tra- talking about trauma. my Jessica Simpson book that oh, I've been yeah, that was listening important. to for the past five years, and yeah, so it's actually I don't I had, like said it was kind of interesting at the beginning. It's not really that interesting. It's peppered with like little incidents of interesting, like the John Mayer stuff and everything. I totally forgot I have about no all interest of that. In that. Yeah, it's it's fine. I have zero interest in that. It's fine. I'm going back to Michael Connolly after this. I feel like I've had a good okay. dumb break. Anyway, yes. listen to a dumb book like Sarah did, and then also listen to a smarty book. Okay, um, going back to what we were doing, talking about here at the beginning of the show, Sarah blatantly lying to me uh, yesterday. We were going to do an afternoon show, 
And uh, Sarah had to go to the dentist. And after she got out, she was like, oh, my mouth hurts. You know, I don't know if I can actually talk. And I my, could talk. I'm just like, it just hurt a little bit. That's what you told me. I know. I know. It's just, I, I was afraid. Yeah, that's what you didn't tell me was, I can talk. Fine. It was like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It really hurts. My mouth is all numb. Maybe we should just do the show tomorrow. That was you. Well, because you said the option to do it to, like today. So I'm like, so I would much rather do it today than. Somebody's trying to deflect a little bit here. Okay. Anyway, that was, that happened. So it's like, yeah, fine. We'll do the show today. The next day. And then all of a sudden, you're going live on Instagram again, showing your little escapades. My legs are still escapades working. that you were doing. Yes. So, but tell us about these escapades. Sir. So, yeah. So, after, you know, after we um, decided that we weren't going to do a show, not just completely because of me, because of other reasons too. And, uh, okay, great. So, anyway, so I decided to go for a walk. And it was pouring rain yesterday, but I like to get in my old lady power walks and I have a big old rain jacket that I'll put on. Uh, so I just decided to go for my walk and I haven't for actually probably for about a week. I haven't walked through the Lone Forest Cemetery. I'm so annoying. God, I just talk about the same things over and over and over and over again. But so I went to, so I decided to walk through Lone Fur and I'm sitting and listening to my dumb book. And walking, and it's kind of a paved walkway throughout there, so it's really beautiful. And as I talked about before, they don't allow like animals or like any dogs pets. or anything in there, and no pets allowed because they have its own kind of habitat inside of there. So it's like all kinds of squirrels and birds and different kinds of things. Um, highlight on the word squirrels. So I was walking, and it wasn't even next to where I've seen him before. But so I've seen, so we've talked about it on the show before. How I've seen this one particular squirrel that always what was kind of the squirrel's name. I never gave it a name. You keep asking me. You that. have to give it a name. I don't want to give it a name. So I was walking on this path, and I walked by where the squirrel was, but I, I hadn't even thought about the squirrels. And as I'm walking, I'm just kind of looking down at the ground, and I see something out of the corner of my eye, and I look, and it's a squirrel, and it's running right at my feet, like right to my feet, and what? the squirrel ran up to me. I am walking. I'm not like this walking. Is this the same squirrel? I don't know. All squirrels kind of look alike. It, it was Sarah. fat like the other one. Yeah. And it was brown. Yeah. There's some gray squirrels in there. There were some grayer squirrels. I don't know if they're gray squirrels, but grayish squirrels. Yeah. And so I was walking and it came up and it, it stopped. It ran right up to you? Ran right up to me. I wasn't even paying attention. And then I looked and I saw this thing. I'm like, what? And I looked at him in the middle of the pathway, which is probably a good like, I don't know, like 10 feet wide. Yeah. So I'm smack dab in the middle of it, and it just ran up to me. So it's like not by mistake. It like ran right to you. Yes. Ran right to me, stopped, and like almost touched my foot. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I like, and it just got up on its back, head and legs. It went, I'm like, ah. Like looking at you? It was looking at me. And then I was like, I don't have any. And then I realized like it probably wanted a peanut or something. I'm like, I don't have any nuts. I don't have any nuts. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, you're just yelling out, I don't have any nuts at the squirrel? Yes. And so yeah, then act, I get out. Yeah, you don't seem insane so at all. I, I don't have any nuts. <laughs> I don't have any nuts, nuts, squirrel. So then I'm like, oh my God, I have to get this. Uh, I have to record this. So I got out my phone and I went to uh, our Fun Employment Radio Instagram page and I went live. So I wanted to show it. So then, yeah, I did a little video of the squirrel. So he was kind of running around. I was like a foot away from him and he just kept kind of looking at me and he would run toward me and then he kind of started to freak me out after everyone was telling me about biting and scratching and stuff. Yeah. So then another squirrel came out, and then another one, and then another one. Before I knew it, there's like a whole squirrel gang around me. Wait, seriously? They started like they encircling me. you? It was a, a squirrel swarm. A squarm? A squarm, I tell you. It was a squarm. 
And so there, so then I was following. Wait, one so you're of the just squirrels. standing there, and they're all of a sudden start like surrounding you. Yeah. So then I follow one of them to the tree. What the and hell? It climbing up, and then it gets kind of above my head. And it's kind of standing there, and it, kind of, it looked at me, and I'm like, oh, God, this thing is going to try and jump on my head. So I started to get a little freaked out. So I moved away from that squirrel, and then I turned around, and there was another squirrel just standing there on its hind legs looking this at me. This is all because you made the mistake of petting that squirrel once. You made the mistake. You're marked. I didn't mean they to. They know who you are now. turned on me. No, this was their plan all along. Remember I said that maybe they had a plan for this, and now that you know, they're like, oh, yeah, she touched one of us. Now we know, you know, and then they start like plotting and planning and working all together. They were kind of like with their squirrel hive mind. It was kind of like a, um, like they were kind of corralling me. Like they yeah. kind of got me in, in between these two big trees. And then the, um, oh, yeah, it's probably one of those trees is like hollow inside. And that's where they like pull people in. Like, oh, yeah, the chubby gray one. So then that was when I turned around and it was like looking at me like out He's of a horror leader. movie. And he was like looking I'm like, oh, God. He's probably the leader. And so, well, I thought the big, the bigger brown one was the leader. But oh. then, so I went over to that tree, and then this one has a whole bunch of branches, like lower branches. And so the squirrel starts climbing up the tree, and then he jumps into the branches, and then jumps across, and the other one, like above my head, I'm like, oh, that squirrel's going to jump on my head. Oh, yeah. They've so, got like a net they're putting out there. That's probably what it is. They're yeah, they were drop like a net on you and So like, finally, I was like, mm, I don't net. think I want to be, I, I don't want to have a squirrel. And then they hair. drag you into like one of those big trees. Like it's hollow at the bottom. There's like a little door that'll open up and they're like, I mean, if any the squirrels place pull you into had the tree, that, it would the be lone fur. You know yeah, that. They've got like their secret caverns there, over there. There have to be secret caverns there. Where all the squirrels take all the people that they mm-hmm. kidnap. Yeah. I mean, that only makes sense. I mean, so you I were know. encircled by squirrels. Now, yes. this was a live video that people can see. Yes. So if you go to uh, Instagram.com slash fun employment radio. <clears throat> yes. Um, it's, great, it's our last great video. Place. Yes. It's, it's the best it's Instagram. Place, the best, best Instagram. Yes. So, yeah, that was a very exciting thing. So my mouth was kind of numb as I'm walking around. and I don't have any nuts. <laughs> I don't have any nuts. <laughs> so your mouth is numb. You're yelling at squirrels. And then there was another. And then another squirrel. There's I this, don't have any nuts. <laughs> there's this older gentleman there who was walking, and I got video of it too. You can see the squirrel was chasing him down the the walkway. These squirrel, see, there's something going on with these yeah, squirrels. I think. Did you see the video where it's I like did. it's you, actively you following this gentleman in like a bright yellow jacket? Like it really is. The guy doesn't it's even know chasing it. Chasing him. Yeah, and this guy doesn't know. He, like, yeah, he is. He does not know that there's like a crazy squirrel following him. Yeah, like running at him. Yeah, running after him. And like, yeah. Oh, um, there's something odd going on here. It's pretty strange. Like you may have you may have stumbled upon something. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's something else more to this. I mean, for real, like it's a city park that you're not allowed to bring dog. I mean, not a city park, of course. It's a you know, it's a cemetery, but um, you know, it's an area. It's a space that you are allowed to walk through and be in, but like no dogs are allowed. The squirrels, I think, have their run of it. That's what I mean. The squirrels yeah. are in charge. Yeah. I wonder if there's like a squirrel mayor. We talk about squirrels a lot. I'm sorry. I didn't you, mean to. You do. This has become your life. I didn't mean for it to be. It's Jessica just Simpson watched. and squirrels. Like this I is know. what your life has become. God, aren't aren't you jealous of me? I mean, I'm what just an saying amazing you've, thing you've, I have going on over you here. Figured it out. <laughs> you figured out what's going on here. But I mean, there is something happening with these with with the squirrel. There obviously is. Now, do you think there's a squirrel mayor? There could be a squirrel. Squirrel hierarchy for squirrel sure. Squirrel master. That's from Half Baked. I think they're different. Quadrants. I want to get you, squirrel master. Like, this particular quadrant is the one that seems to have the most active squirrels. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's more, like, tree-heavy over there, too. Because it's, it's, like, more open toward, like, the north side. There are, um, There's less foliage. Uh-huh. Something that's not a, a, a squirrel-populated. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you going to go document it again today? 
I am not. Okay. You're going to give it a break today? I think... I think I'm gonna. I think I'm giving the squirrels a break. Okay, all right. Because I didn't even. I did give it a break. Like it ran at me. Yeah. What was I supposed to do? I don't know. You did exactly what you were supposed to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's. Well, probably you shouldn't have touched the squirrel in the first place. That's probably that, what that you was. Have I know. Mistake one. Mistakes yes. were made. I only did it once. Yes. I'm sorry. You know, we jumped right into the squirrels and the and the dumb book talk. Um, I forgot to mention that we have a guest on today. Yes. We do indeed. So, uh, Jolenta Greenberg, um, fantastic comedian, podcaster, and she actually joined us to talk about everything that she has going on, which is a lot. Yes. Um, she's one of those people who does like a billion different things. And uh, and she joined us. Sorry, I forgot to mention that at the beginning of the show. We'll have that in the notes. Uh, but yeah, so let's go ahead and do this. Let's play our interview. Switch gears from squirrels. <laughs> For the it's a time. hell of an intro. Please. <laughs> hell of an intro that we're doing right here. So from squirrels to, well, here's Jolenta on yes. Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Fun Employment Radio, and now we are joined by the co-host of the podcast By the Book and the podcast How to Be Fine, and she's an author and comedian (laughs) and like a billion other things we're probably going to talk about too. Uh, We are joined now by Jolenta Greenberg. Hello, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Uh, And Jolenta has a very nice podcast set up that she's speaking to us from right now, which is pretty awesome. I'd like to think it's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jolenta, one of the things, you know, there's a bunch that I want to get to here, but uh, one of the things, too, that was sent over to us is that you were born in Portland. Yes, yes. Born and raised. Born and raised in Portland. Oh, okay. Now I'm curious, what area of Portland were you born and raised in? Uh, I was born. I was born at St. Vincent's Hospital, yeah. kind of out, out Beaverton way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. Uh, I was raised in uh, mostly like the Multnomah Village Garden Home area. Ah, okay. One of my good friends lives out there. That's a cute area. Yeah, yeah. Lots of cute little little village, little Multnomah villagey houses and stuff. It is like. Have you ever spent any time out there, Greg? Because mm-hmm. it is like a little village with the like knickknack stores and cute little bars and restaurants. And like the and one such. little street, basically. The or like, one street. I know. I guess it's like two stacked on top of each other, sort of. That's yeah. exactly. I know, but they're they're adorable streets. I I went to visit my friend. I stayed at her house a couple months ago, and I was like, this is like a Hallmark movie, basically. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, cute. yeah, it is. Yeah, all of a sudden you're like, "Am I in a winter village? Like, what's happening?" Yeah, right. Complete opposite of the rest of the world's view of Portland. Thanks. Basically, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, where are you now? I'm in Brooklyn now. Brooklyn? Okay, nice. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So, how long have you lived uh, out in Brooklyn? So, I guess I want to get started. So, you're a comedian, you're a writer, you're a podcaster. Yeah. So, how did it? How did all of these things come about for you? How did you get started? Well, they all came about um, back in the day. I was I was gonna be like a real actor, like a Shakespearean actor, and um, one of my day jobs was working at a radio station for a new, like a hard news show. Um, and so I was like their administrative assistant. And um, through working there and making friends there, I ended up like coming up with a bunch of random podcast ideas and like being like, wait, I'm I'm an exhibitionist. That means I'm a comedian, not an actor. Like I want to share my own life. And then podcasting just because I was around the equipment uh, sort of came up naturally. And I kept pitching ideas to our culture critic until one stuck. And that was by the book where uh, my co-host and I lived by self-help books for two weeks at a time, uh, very strictly. And it's sort of a reality show meets like self-help book club. Um, and we did that uh, for like six years <laughs> by, wow. by accident. 
just by being friends and like working in radio. That is a lot of self help. I was going to ask six how, years. Yeah, how many books it did is. it end up being? Like how many ginger? Um, let's years? see, like a few over eighty, if we count like wow. some of the extras. Um, so a lot. What are some of the more the stranger self help books? Like what? We wrote. We wrote. Oh, we wrote. We live by one book that was called "How to Write an Ebook in Less Than Seven to Fourteen Days," which was sort of like a janky ebook itself. Yeah. And like, what is less than seven to fourteen days? Is it less than seven? <laughs> is it just less than seven to four? Like, even the title's like a little off. Um, but that one was very fun. We also, we live by a bunch of celebrity self-help books. So we live by um, like How to Be Famous by Heidi Montag and Spencer Pratt. Oh, oh nice. No. It's laid out like a sort of Us Weekly, like tabloidy uh, magazine. It's very fun. Oh. I am Also some good advice that. if you want some public traction. Really? Well, I mean, that's true. They did do a good job with that. So did that come out like that in the- Spidey? Isn't that what they were? Yeah, Spidey. Yeah. Oh, I wish I hadn't just said that. Totally, that I, I knew know that, you did. Wow, you know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> you too. Did it come out like in the heyday? Like in, when they yeah, were Yeah, I would everywhere? say more like I'd say like early 2000s. Yeah, at, at their heyday when they were. It was a lot about like how to play the villain, um, which they were both sort of doing uh, quite well. So how do you take that and apply it into your, into your everyday life? Do you just I, I'm just curious because it seems like every single book is so different. Like, how do you right. incorporate those into your lifestyle for those you know, that two weeks? Well, sort of our system was we would do a deep read um, of a book and try to distill it to rules or steps if it wasn't already. That's often the format of a self-help book. And so once you can distill it to steps, you can you can try to make it your own for the most part. You know, there's usually some wiggle room. And like once we had the steps, it was pretty, pretty formulaic and easygoing. Not easygoing, but easy to figure out what to apply. Uh, that's pretty amazing. And I'm, I still can't stop thinking about the Heidi Montag and Spencer Pratt one. Well, that kind of goes right. right into you also. So what are the other things that uh, I know... Um, Apparently, according to your bio that was sent over, that you are a self-appointed um, reality historian, reality show historian. Uh, yes, yes. Quite self-appointed. <laughs> correct, correct. Is there a particular reality show that you would say is the greatest one, that, the one that you love the most? Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> I mean... I am a big Real Housewives fan, so there is something to say about the, like, you know, Real Housewives of Orange County, the one that started it all. There's also <laughs> something to say about, like, the Housewives franchises that are popping off now, like Potomac's amazing. Um, and, like, part of me still has a soft spot for Survivor because I feel like it has a lot of the elements that we value in, like, American reality television, which is, like both social drama gameplay and like pushing our bodies to extremes plus like maybe eating something gross so like that has <laughs> yeah. it all wrapped up oh yeah speaking of reality show villains i still remember richard hatch right yeah. like we oh, yeah. all remember him sitting in that tree in the tree didn't Just, he go to jail he sure did for i think tax evasion yeah yeah, sure. yeah i was gonna say i think he evaded some yeah <laughs> taxes and i was thinking he was the first reality villain but i think that would have to be, would that be like Puck from, does oh, that count Puck. as, yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah, real world? Yeah, yeah, I think that counts, and that that goes like way yeah. back. Yeah, because Greg and I were talking earlier, and I was wondering. Puck stuck his fingers in the peanut butter jar, I remember that. Yeah, and, and he was yeah. mean oh to gosh. Pedro, which He's was not cool. He's mean to Pedro, cool. yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, because we were talking about what constitutes a reality show. Because I'm like, is, is a reality show something like that? Is it a scripted show as well? But like, as you would say, is the self-appointed like, like Laguna Beach or like Real World? Is that a reality? I show? would count them because okay. like they have decided to put themselves in that genre, and like for the most part, reality show has sort of become. Reality show has like been redefined as sort of like people playing themselves. They may not be being themselves or being that real, but they are like, you know, Heather or Heather. Let's say Heather Dubrow from Real Housewives of Orange (laughs) County. She's 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 sort of stuck up, stuffy, fancy pants is one of her nicknames. And like. I'm sure she's like that in real life. She might be either more like that than we know or less like that than we know. But like she's playing a version of that, like for the camera. And I will say like some of the like a lot of people, you know, are like a reality television. I swear some of the smartest people in my life that I know love reality, like love Real Housewives specifically. I know right. like the most intelligent people and I'm and that's made me curious to watch it and I watch it and I can kind of see why. I I really like Below Deck, by the way. That was I love Below Deck. That that's very fun. It's, it's got it's a, a lot of real world elements of mm-hmm. like what happens when you shove people in close quarters <laughs> and make them work, but the work they're doing is catering to like uber rich like often uh ridiculous wild people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super wasted, ridiculous. Like the plastic surgery is just divine. Oof, it's so fun. Wow. Yeah, okay. I know. See, I end up watching the ones more like the what's the one show down blanking, of course, on the name, where they set them up to like the middle of Alaska. Oh, yeah, like like alone? Yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah. like because naked and afraid. Well, because it's always like branded. Like, yeah. Like how long before you start going crazy? And I know for myself, I would start talking to myself probably within twenty four hours. And I like camping. And I've been camping by myself. Mm. I would totally be that guy, though. That would start start doing that on camera. I feel like you could teeter on the brink of. It's on the brink anyway. Yeah, for socially acceptable, (laughs) probably do it right now. But yeah, like those are the ones that I definitely. I will. Watch, I will tune into. Well, and then ones. about the reality shows too, and then um, you and your co-host uh, Kristen wrote a book, "How to Be Fine," and now you're doing a podcast, and that is about kind of your experience with by the book. Like, is that right? Yeah, yeah. it gets like a little meta, but no, I mean, <laughs> basically through through living by like almost a hundred self help books, we've become like we would say pretty seasoned self help critics. And so we basically transitioned by the book. Um, like it's all in the same feed. If you want by the book episodes, you have to search how to be fine. Um, it's all like just if you scroll down. Um, and we transitioned to basically instead of living by and critiquing self-help advice like sort of broadening the spectrum not just books we're gonna look at all aspects of self-help because usually a book is written like at the end of a self-help or wellness trend not at the beginning at the beginning it's a spark on twitter or like a viral tiktok or you know the latest like goop scandal um so and by the book we always felt like we got to it last and then how to be fine we're getting to it sooner and we're opening up the discussion because half of it is talking about sort of a wellness hot topic and half of it is taking advice questions like about advice. So if you have any questions <laughs> about self-help, about the wellness industry, about how you're supposed to apply this, this you know, advice that's trending right now, you can come to us and we'll help you sort of take a critical look at uh, all the things that people are saying will make you happier and healthier 
and see if they're like really working or not. Yeah, I heard. And you we, mentioned- yeah, our goal is to get you to find, not like you know, the promise <laughs> of the self help industry, which is like your most optimum, like high performing, hundred and ten percent self. Oh yeah. Well, I heard you mentioned Goop. Did you ever do any? Does Gwyneth Paltrow have her own book? Because it seems like something that she would do. She does. Okay. We actually, I believe, we may have released some of this audio for a live show. We lived by some Goop advice um, about. Uh, vaginal eggs, the like, oh. you know, those like quartz. Oh, the ones that eggs. you that you <clears throat> stick up in there. That you stick up, and there's like a that like helps you with your kegels and your like vaginal health, supposedly. And you have to like tie a piece of unwaxed floss to it to like pull it back. Out. I was wondering because that always seemed very dangerous. Because I, you know, I have like nurse. The ones who- we got at least they sort of look like a giant bead. If like a if a quartz egg were a, had like a hole across the the top, and oh, so okay. you tie you get some uh, unwaxed dental floss is what they recommend <laughs> and tie it on and sort of make your own tampons. I, I was gonna say like the most uncomfortable tampon ever. <laughs> right, the worst, the worst. Yeah, and you're there are all these exercises you can do with it in like laying on your back and doing like different motions and stuff um i don't we don't know if it worked our our partners didn't notice any difference um so good to know oh that's hilarious Um, but you do feel accomplished like getting that thing in and out i would imagine (laughs) i would imagine you had to not have it stuck in there forever that would be like yeah an accomplishment on its own but that's that's the most goop advice we've done because a lot of her stuff is pretty off the walls and also like hard to live by for two weeks it's usually like try this one wild thing like steam your vagina Mm -hmm. you know Oh yeah! Sorry, she, it's all about vaginas. Yeah, I'm, realizing I'm sorry, that. Greg. Does, I I haven't read Goop myself, she, so well, yeah. she does. It's her old like brand. Oh, it's the whole brand is Goop. Brand. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. She's yeah. all about the steaming and the sticking and the all right. The, the eggs. The she also yeah. has a vagina scented candle. She's all. I have heard of that. that. That's her, what I was. Yeah, familiar with. that was yeah. her too. God, this woman. All right, not you. Gwyneth no, no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, um, so you were saying that folks, if they want to get a hold of you, like say you, you can help with advice and how to get folks to find, what's the yeah. best way that they can go about uh, getting a hold of, of you all? You can uh, find us everywhere at How to Be Fine Pod. You can hit us up on Instagram and our DMs. Uh, find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Find us just in your podcast feed. How to Be Fine. How to, how be, to fine be Fine Pod. Awesome. How to Be Fine. Well, Jolinda, thank you so much. You know, for joining us too, and and talking about this, and you know, just. Um, all the all the amazing things that you're doing. I'm like, totally got going a lot in front. going on. Well, I'm gonna list. I'm gonna read your book, of course, and then, but also, I'm gonna read that Heidi and Spencer one too because you I'm, gotta check that one I out. It's great. It out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> highly recommend. You need to look by <laughs> Thank you so much yeah. for having me. All right, thanks, Jolenta. Thanks, Jolenta. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right, there we go, Jolenta Greenberg, right here on Fun Employment Radio. So thank you to her. You can follow her at Jolenta. And G. I am super obsessed with trying to find that uh, Heidi and Spencer book now. Yeah, that sounds like a good follow-up to your Jessica Simpson book. <laughs> I know, because right you know what? I've decided to just, the lower quality, the better. Yes. Uh, Sarah, do we have World of Crazy today? Perhaps. Perhaps. I wasn't sure if we had it or not. Oh my gosh, I am going to strangle you. <laughs> Looks like we do. I don't have any nuts. I don't have any nuts. Yeah, my um, dental appointment yesterday wasn't as traumatic as uh, previously. Yeah. Thank goodness. Well, this one, I guess it was just like a small filling, but the, they turn you almost upside down, which they didn't do to me the first time. They got to get back in there. Yeah, they did. Yeah. 
But yeah, it was. It I was forget fine. you have very little dental experience. Yeah, I mean it was still really scary, and they put the big plastic thing in there, and then like yeah, you're that opening it. Is... That keeps your mouth from closing. Yeah, like the big gummy. So you don't like... bite any fingers. Yeah, but then there's like, all right, can you get a, a little wider open? And I like I cracked, I think like the outsides, like the corners of my mouth, because she's like, open oh, yeah, it wider. Yeah, yeah, and oh, I couldn't really open annoying. my mouth anymore. She's like, just get it a little wider. I'm like, what? Well, I can't open my mouth anymore. And then you're like. Ah, 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 ah. And then they're like asking you where it's like, how are you doing, Sarah? Are you doing okay? And then I'm like, Rrr. they always ask that, but you can't talk. I know. So I was just giving oh, thumbs. Right, right, right. I was giving like thumbs up. Okay. Uh, yeah. And they did tell me though, if you're if you are in distress, um, just raise your left hand. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, thumbs up. Did you do it? No, I wasn't in distress. Oh. I will tell you. Can I tell you something brave that I did yesterday? Sure. I'm actually. I don't think I ever told you this. I was very proud of myself. So um, where I go to the dentist where my coverage is it's in St. John's basically so that's North Portland so um, yeah that's a ways if you get your bearings from like where we are in Southeast it's probably about like, it's like a half hour drive so um, one of the things I've talked about over the previous years is how I have this newfound fear of heights like how I get like kind of freaked out on bridges and stuff yeah and so I actively will avoid oh the St. John's bridge is huge I will actively abo- avoid bridges so I will actually go out of my way, go like an extra five minutes, ten minutes um, out of my way just so I don't have to. And you know what I did yesterday after my dental appointment? I was feeling very brave. I drove over the St. John's Bridge. Not only that, and then I drove over the Fremont Bridge. Oh, two of the very scariest bridges. Two of my scariest bridges. Yeah, good for you. And I didn't freak out. Thank you. I was very proud of myself. That's good. Because I'm like, Sarah, you cannot live your life like this. And I haven't driven over the St. John's Bridge in years. Yeah, it's a very, very pretty, it's beautiful gorgeous. bridge. It's gorgeous, and it it's a beautiful bridge, but it's very Narrow high. and very, very high. Yeah. yeah, but I did it, and I didn't freak out. I was really proud of myself. Good for you. Thank you. That's great. I was like, I don't have any nuts. I don't have any nuts. I'm not afraid of you, bridge. <laughs> I was really it proud. It was quite a day. It was. It was a big day yesterday. Big day. Big day. All right. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Eric Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, we had that story uh, a couple days back about the guy who was hoarding all the Red Bulls. People are hoarding beverages. Yeah. It's another Florida person. So in Florida, beverages, I guess, are where it's at. Because a group of Florida men, well, I don't know. This beverage in particular is probably not good with hot weather. A group of Florida men were arrested after police say the men were involved in a dairy product theft ring responsible for more than a million dollars worth of stolen milk. That's a lot of milk. That's a lot of milk. I mean, I'm a How huge, much milk is it? How much milk is a million dollars of milk? I'm a huge fan of milk, but I don't know. Let's try and find out. Uh, so police said that the six, six suspects were all Say that squirrel again. swarm. Six suspects. Six suspects in the squirrel swarm. were. Six suspects in the squirrel swarm. Swarm. The six suspects were all employees of Island Dairy, which is a milk distributor, uh, a milk and dairy products company. So they were arrest- arrested uh, in a result of an investigation dubbed Operation Got Milk. <laughs> yes, yeah, some wh- whoever the agent they were was so proud was of real proud of himself when he came up with that one. Yeah. So the suspects in this um, milk Operation Got Milk. These milk thieves. The milk thieves uh, were delivery drivers and dispatchers for the Island Dairy. Bandits. So since 2021, the, sus- the, the suspects... Why can I not say the word suspects? Six suspects. Six suspects. suspects. All right. Six suspects. Since 2021, the sus... Six squirrel suspects. Six squirrel 20... suspects swarmed Sarah. Since 2021, as... the suspects... Six squirrel suspects swarmed Sarah as she... Sauntered. 
Stop. I'm trying to add more S's in. Please don't. Six squirrels. The suspects systematically pilfered, this is what they said, more than $925,000 worth of milk from MacArthur Dairy, uh, along with $350,000 worth of crates. So, um, See, so the men would allegedly manipulate the ordering system, causing extra dairy products to be loaded onto the delivery trucks. Then the delivery drivers, this is a full-on operation, yeah. the delivery drivers would deviate from their pre-assigned routes and meet with other milk individuals and transfer the extra dairy products to their delivery truck. One suspect allegedly sold each stolen, mir- sold each stolen milk carton for $10 a piece. What kind of milk is this? Each carton? Each milk carton or a milk crate? With it like says a carton. People are paying $10 for a carton of milk? I mean, aren't eggs like $30 right now or something? Yeah, but that's a lot of money for a carton of milk. I just bought like a quart of milk the other day and it was like $2. Did you say a quart? A quart. A quart of milk. A quart. About a quart. So this began uh, in 2021. They started to conduct an internal investigation to uncover the irregularities and identified the potential milk suspects. <gasps> so they were able to um, eventually uh, capture the transfer of the stolen dairy products onto video. So these six suspects, yes, six suspects, report uh, they face various grand theft and organized scheme to defraud charters. Wouldn't that be kind of embarrassing if you're in jail? That's I'm and, thinking the exact same thing. What are you in for? I'm a milk bandit. <laughs> Still. I, I stole, stole milk, so much man. Milk. I stole so much milk. I can't get enough of it. So Operation Got Milk is a success. Also, if you want to know how old Milky boys over there. some of the billboards are here in rural Oregon, there's still a Got Milk billboard on the way to the coast. Do you remember that? Yeah. There's one on the side of the road if you're heading toward like Tillamook. Don't they still do that? Is Got Milk no, still a thing? No, I think that campaign expired in like 1998. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> they don't do it anymore. I don't know. Okay, next up, out of Connecticut. A Connecticut man known as the Croc King is seeking a Guinness World Record for his collection of more than 2,000 pairs of Crocs. 2,000 pairs. I mean, not that I have anything against Crocs. I don't care one way or another. They're very, they're comfortable. I never had a pair. Okay, well, this man's name is... Uh, I don't know why I said gross either, but I think it's just gross because 2,000 pairs, like, that's what you're going to... Well, the um, the Croc King, his name is Doogie Sand Tiger. I'm the Croc King. Doogie, Doogie Sand Tiger. What? Doogie Sand Tiger. 32 years old, says, um, let's see, the first pair he got of uh, his Crocs were at the age of 16, and he was in love. So there's so many things I love about them. They're so stylish, they're fun, they're comfortable, and each pair is like an empty canvas. So his collection now features 2,127 different pairs of Crocs. Uh, and if you'd like to see them, he has an up, an Instagram account that he updates with all of his different uh, types of Crocs. Croc King is currently single. And <laughs> uh, Croc King says he is hoping his collection will earn, will earn him a Guinness World Record for the largest collection of Crocs. He also hopes one day to show off his collection by creating what his dream would be, which is a Crocsium, like a museum, <laughs> but he wants to make. <laughs> of his dirty shoes. Yeah, it's, it's on my gross shoes. Look at them. That's just strange. Although, if I was, like, right by it, if I happened to be, like, on vacation and I was, like... I would absolutely oh, I'm gonna stop here for, go. for lunch. Oh, what's that across the street? Oh, it's a croc museum for crocs, not crocodiles. Yeah, I might go into it. I, the weirder the museum, the better. I love going I would probably to weird go museums. Into that, yeah. yeah. My favorite here in Portland, the Puppet Museum. Yeah, that one's pretty great. It is. 
unlike anything I have ever seen. Yeah. It is the most Portlandy museum I think I've Yeah. Of all time. I don't know the weird museums like in LA I walked by the selfie museum. That's yeah, I don't like that one. Ones, yeah. All right, and finally, oh, Greg by the Kirk- way, just in case you can hear in the back, the uh, the leaf blowers. It's been a while since back. we've done a Friday show. The leaf blowers are outside. I don't know if the sound's coming through on, on the microphones. There's only okay. Apparently, there's only two leaf blowers. Now there's three leaf blowers. So the parking lot for our studio, just of note, has like three tiny little trees. There's hardly any leaves here ever, but it's usually no less than like five or six leaf blowers will show up, and they just blow it back and forth across the parking lot for like a half hour. It's usually like six of them. Yeah. Oh, so the budget must be anyway, cut. There's only three. That we know of. They always come around the corner, so they'll sneak up on you. That's true. They can all of a sudden, it's almost like they're they'll battling. They'll pop up from behind cars or, yeah. They will. I feel like they're trying to like corral us sometimes. I know. Well, they'll all get mad because they'll like blow leaves onto my car and then you'll be like, Sarah, calm down. They'll blow them off and sure enough, another yep. leaf blower will come around and then he'll blow them off my car. Yes. All right, and finally, for this final story, it's more of like kind of a survey slash I want to get your opinion on what you think. Because this is a new thing that came out. Okay. Because I'm curious because I'm sure this is something that you're going to love to talk about. Greg, are you washing your bath towels enough? <laughs> Am I washing my bath towel? Yes. So now there are experts chiming in to talk about how often you how should often be washing is one supposed to wash your their bath, bath towel? towel. So, Greg, how often do you wash your bath I'm towel? I'm not going every time. Every single time. You just use it once? Yep. I use it once and I wash it. That is so loud. You have to be able to hear that. I don't know if it's coming Wait, through. Just hear. I hope it's not coming through. They're like harmonizing. Anyway. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Yeah, they're, they're monsters. All right, so there's a new question trending on social media uh, talking about how often people wash their bath towels. So, I mean, so how, how often do you? What You tell me. How often do you? I asked you first. I, I'm refusing to answer. All right, so people have been posting the question every everywhere. day. That's what it is. So, answers right away public accounts varying with some people say they wash their bath towels every day. Every other day, weekly, or monthly? Monthly? Okay, I'm not, I'm not going that way. Well, All right, I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go a couple times. How often do you wash your bath towel? Like once every week Do you and remember a half, when you've... Two weeks, probably. So a month? No, not a month. I do my laundry like every two weeks. So usually then, and then I'll swap them out. But is that like too much? No, because I, I just use it when my body's clean, so I don't understand that. Like, That's why do you true. Have to your clean? body is supposed to. It, it will. It is clean at that point. Yeah, it's not like I'm wiping my dirty body and then and then like <laughs> right. wiping. Yes, wiping my dirty body. I mean, I'm sure maybe I. Mine's probably way too long. I'm sure other people are like, "That's disgusting." But I mean, probably. I don't. I use it v- briefly just to like wipe off, and then that's it. Like that seems like such a waste to just be constantly washing that when you've just washed yourself. I go about a week, which means two weeks. No. I just said two weeks. Why are you acting like that's a weird thing? Well, that's that's too far. All right, so the frequency you should wash your bath towels depends on how often the towels are used, the level of humidity in your bathroom, and your personal preferences and habits. Now, see, is your ba- does your bathroom tend to get humid? No. Mine does not because I shower with my door open because I live by myself, so I never get it never gets humid in my bathroom. My, no, mine doesn't get humid, no. Okay. So it says um, to keep bacteria and potential... Uh, to keep bacteria in check, a person can get generally six to seven uses out of a bath towel, what this particularly snobby person says. So apparently they're saying that it's a three-day rule for bath towels. No. Three days? That just seems so wasteful. Yes. Well, I do every every day, so it doesn't really matter for me. Oh, my gosh. I'm actually going to do my laundry today. Oh, people can hear them. Yes, I, I know. 
It's not that terrible, Greg. All right, leaf blowers? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When it smells funny. That's what Mike is saying. When it sticks. <laughs> yeah, but see, by the time you smell it, it's already been bad, though. No, because I like will smell my towel. Yeah, but it's probably already bad by the time that you smell it. No, because I would have smelled it the previous time. But you're, then you're just rub, rubbing all that bacteria over you or something. I don't understand what bacteria is on me if I'm clean when I use it. Well, because it's a wet towel sitting there. No, and then it's like airing out, and then I hang it up and it airs out. I don't know. I don't know the answer to this. I know you don't know the answer, but you like are sure as heck are trying to sound like you do. Yes. All right, so Greg washes his towel once Every a day. month. Tony says I only need to wash it when the towel starts to get crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not something... I didn't realize that that was something that people do all the time, like change their bath towel all the time. Is that something normal people do? I don't know, probably. Responsible people. <laughs> John says we've reached the wash your bath towel level in World of Crazy. <laughs> okay. All right. There you have it. <laughs> wow, what a stellar world of crazy. No, it's good. Yes, okay. No, and I'm just embarrassed because now I'm thinking about it like uh, every day. Every day is when I wash my bath. I was thinking it's just a strange thing. I, I kind of like it when people start to ask those questions because it's kind of like how many well, bath towels does everybody have? I have three. I've got several, but I only really like. I have two like, red ones and a yellow one. I've got but the like yellow one, two kind really of, soft ones that I like the most. Yeah. I've made my, I like my red ones, but then the yellow one is kind of, it's fluffy, but it doesn't quite like get the water off. Sometimes like it's, one it's of those, too fluffy. Yeah, it's like too fluffy. It's very nice, it but it doesn't get the water yeah, it around. It doesn't really soak it up. It's not absorby. Yeah. yeah, and so I don't use that one. No, so it just kind of sits. It's so got to be the right. The, two red the ones. right between, like you know, not the completely flat towel that's like really worthless, except for like laying on or something, versus the way too fluffy. There's a middle ground. I've got yeah. two that are like perfect middle ground. They're soft, but they also take the water off. Bath towels here in Fun Employment Radio. Bath towel talk. Bath towel talk. There's probably a podcast about bath towels somewhere. I think there's one about leaf blowers. <laughs> probably. Good Lord, there's a lot of leaf blowers out there. Okay, anyway. How many of them are there? Is it still three? I'm usually, usually have a minimum of four. I don't know. I can't see them all because remember the last time they like pop up like around the corner, like you'll start walking around the corner of the building and all of a sudden, boom, there's a leaf blower. Then you turn around and you just like, like sidles out like a serial killer. Oh yeah. This wrap like wind around the corner like with their mask on because they've got their mask and like their and their headphones and their headphones and Mm -hmm. their goggles. Well thank you for joining us today with such compelling content. Oh that's right. I wrote a horror movie about Jessica Simpson bath towels Jolenta Greenberg Jolenta Greenberg Heidi and Spencer This is all part of the package that you get. quality content. listen to Fun Employment Radio. I mean, Joe Lentis. Don't forget, you can join the subscriber, the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club for $6.99 a month. The first week is free, and it goes a long ways towards keeping this show going. So we really do appreciate it. And y'all, I will say, we were talking to our good friend, uh, Nick, the proprietor of one of our favorite establishments in town, the Landmark Saloon. Yes, indeed. And we have some ideas for things coming up. We're going to bring something back. Might bring something back. That everybody everybody asks about. So please, in the interim, will you uh, let people know about Fun Employment Radio? Yes. Let us know. Um, we're 
super excited to be doing more things. And and also, if you are a business looking for some way to advertise your business, this is a good way to go. Uh, Fun Employment Radio listeners are awesome. So we would, um, please, send them you our know, way. You know, if you're listening to one, you're yeah. like, if you're listening to this. Yeah, so we're looking for more sponsorships. Uh, deals and we want to work with companies that we want to help and that can help us and goes you know vice versa all that stuff so send us an email we're open for business awesome scream your stream all right thanks everybody and then um are you gonna say what is happening this weekend oh bowie yes bowie's gonna get to see the beach for the first time so we're going with some friends Uh, a big group of us are going to the beach to the coast and Bowie at least I'm probably so he lived with a, with a meth head before I'm pretty sure he didn't get a trip to the I beach I doubt he's seen the beach I mean I don't know for sure yeah so Bowie gets to see the beach for the first time and I might let him off leash on the beach and it's terrifying me and I had a nightmare about it but I have to do it I have to get over it <sighs> oh, lots of pictures I'll be sure to post on Scary. Instagram yes. alright thanks everybody we'll be back on Monday with more fun point radio bye. bye oh yeah I'm gonna take so many pictures